Blog Talk Radio. One of the masters of the Afro-Latin Caribbean hip-hop mashup is with us today. Stay tuned for fun with Locos for Juana. It's Music Friday Live. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so call in 347-215-7411. Or, you know, if you're sitting there at work and you have your earphones on, which I know a lot of you do, uh, email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates on the East Coast and you know, in Tampa and, and Boston, places like that. And hi to everybody on the Artistic Echoes network and the Canal Side Radio network in the UK. I know you're going to hear us tomorrow, but hello anyway. Um, as well, of course, as everybody on Blog Talk Radio. And again, if you have questions or comments and you're listening to us live, Call us if you're not listening to us live or you listen to us on the podcast. Email us. We'll forward the email on to our guests. And our guest today, well, if you haven't seen Locos Port Ioana live on one of their national or international tours or listen to their albums, you need to do it. You need to do one or both of these things for your personal mental health. Why? Because their mashup of reggae and Latin music and hip-hop and Afro beats is just pure joy. And they make you dance, which is, you know, always good for mental and physical health. They have toured worldwide, including, including at the New Orleans Jazz Festival. They've been nominated for a Grammy and a Latin Grammy. They've received a ton of other awards. They have five albums out and number six, it's almost a... La Calle is due this fall, and the single Se Fue La Luz is out now. But best of all, the guitarist for the band, Mark Conrad, is with us today. First of all, hi, Mark. Welcome. Uh, hi, Patrick. Thanks for the, uh, you know, thanks for the words and the, and the intro. Uh, happy to be here. I want to say hi to everyone in Tampa, right down the street from me. Uh, and obviously in LA, which LA is such a great, such a great city, and we love going to LA. We have a, actually have a lot of fans in LA, uh, just because we have a, you know, we do a lot of cumbia, like you mentioned, and we have a big, uh, a big part of our fan base that's Mexican that lives out on the West Coast on LA. You know, they're they're just cumbia lovers out there, so they look forward to seeing us. Well, I look forward. Do you think you're ever going to be coming <laughs> to LA in the next, uh, oh, six or seven months? Yeah, we, we have plans to uh, hit up the West Coast at the end of, uh, around the time where we drop the album, uh, so the okay. end of summer. Okay, yeah. all right, well, yeah. we'll talk about that later, but first of all, let me just say, I love the music, right? You know, I as you know, I am a West Coaster, so um, as you know, we get the Latino-influenced uh, music, you know, more mariacha and salsa and Chicano rock, but of course, lots and lots yeah. of cumbia. Um, but the Caribbean sound is not as common here, and I really love it. You know, we've been listening to your albums all week, and it seems like you have been evolving, that the band has added new rhythms and flavors over the years. Since, and, am I hearing it right? Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, we're pretty anxious guys, you know what I mean? And in, in a good way, 
So like of sound you can identify right off that like sort of a signature sound. But we are always like you know, going through phases of you know, just because of being such big music lovers, we're always going through phases of what we're listening to, of what music we're into at the moment and and just, you know, sometimes reconnecting from different sounds from our childhood, like from our family's uh Colombian roots and, and, and mixing all that stuff, you know, we we always like to see what it would sound like. We take like a dance hall rhythm, like uh, you know, a uh, champeta. You know, you're you're cutting out a little bit. Um, I'm going to play some of your music and see if we can get a, a better signal now. I'm going to play the Cure. back on the line. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, about some of the elements that you blend together. Obviously, I know about reggae and cumbia, um, but I also noticed that, that you, you also blend something called mapale, um, which I'm not familiar with. What is mapale? Uh, oh, mapale. Yeah, mapale. <laughs> so mapale is, a, is sort of a, an Afro-Colombian rhythm from the Caribbean coast. So this basically from Congo and Africa. It's uh-huh. a six-eight rhythm. Um, we mix it. We mix it with Afrobeat because it almost has an Afrobeat element to it. Uh, so it's like poly. It's it's sort of polyrhythmic. And when you um, put like an Afrobeat drum pattern on it or some Afrobeat guitar lines on it, it ends up sounding like a Colombian version of Felacuti or something like that. So uh, Mapale is a very traditional carnival rhythm from Colombia. So this is something you would dance uh, during like February and March when they do carnival in like Uh Cartagena and Barranquilla. Uh, so it's something that we heard growing up, but it's not a it's not a rhythm that has become as commercial as cumbia or champeta or or some of the other rhythms, you know, that it's more uh, famous from from Colombia's Atlantic coast. Uh, but yeah, Mapale is one of my favorites. We did um, we have a song on the on on Caribe, which is our last album. The first song from Caribe ends with a Mapale rhythm. Uh, which uh-huh. is basically the instruments involved are la tambora, which is like basically yeah. a djembe from from Colombia, and uh, some some flutes, some like uh, indigenous Colombian flutes. But you know, like we are we are pretty we're pretty. Um, sometimes we'll get um, really influenced by electronic music, uh, like Major Lazer comes to mind or Diplo, 
And so sure. we'll mix a lot of electronic stuff with these rhythms. So we'll have like some authentic Colombian oh. percussion with some like bass synths and like drum programming. <laughs> cool. So yeah, we kind of right. around with a lot, a lot of different things. Yay. Well, that's why you keep evolving. Uh, and we just played, uh, while you're we getting our phone connection back, we just played uh, a little bit of The Cure, and we played the version yeah. that's available on Spotify, which has um, uh, Kali Buds on it. I love the brass kickoff on that. <clears throat> and uh-huh. also kind of I like the, the party voices kind of in the background. And I take it from yeah. the lyric video that you have found the cure to the world's problems. And let, let me read the, the lyric. <laughs> Because the weed are the greatest gift God put upon the land. So is weed the answer to all the world's problems? No, weed's not. I mean, weed is not the answer. (laughs) The answer is actually love and music, um, which can manifest itself in many forms. So I think um, weed is sort of a, um, you know, it's sort of a social partaking that when you get together socially and you feel a lot of good energy that could be an instance where you know you could sort of perceive it as being weed as the answer but it's not it's love love is always okay. the answer and well, that was kind of a rhetorical man- question <laughs> yeah you know, we yeah, have no, um, and, and let me tell you i'm yeah. i'm never i'm never as as a as a writer of music and as a fan of music which i really am a fan more than anything i I never feel like it's one or the other. So really, like, if if it's for you, man, if it's weed is, is the answer you're getting, if that's what you're getting from the song, I think that you you can go with that, too. You know, like, we've always had, um, we've always had a positive message in, in our music. So as long as you're taking it as a positive thing, you know, really, that's really the end game. But, but okay. you know, the cure, the cure for, I think the cure for the world that we found is it, it, it's, the same philosophy as Bob's, you know, conscious party or, or, um, you know, one love, you know, it's just, oh. it's just love. It's just, I agree, I, I agree that with weird. that. Yeah. I agree with that. So let me change cool. the mood a bit here and, and play what I think, um, uh, is your latest release, which is, um, don't tell me no, here it comes. Yeah. So, Here, so was this is your 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 last release? Is that correct? 
this was our latest release. The song has, you know, it just hit the airwaves uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be the second single from our new album, which will be out in summer. Which is the new album is called Crazy for Jane. So um, we're really looking forward to that. This song was sort of uh, a surreal moment for us as professionals because uh, we got to collaborate with, for us, like an idol. Uh, Freddie McGregor is a a Jamaican legend. Uh, He was Uh just awarded an award. He was just uh, granted an award or given an award in in Jamaica for his uh, time as an artist and as a a relative artist in Jamaica. And um, it just shows that he is like basically been doing this for like four generations or four decades uh, since like late 60s, early 70s. Uh, And he's just got like, Big Ship was one of my favorite songs coming up. Uh, I'm just a big reggae lover. So we got to collaborate with him. And, uh, well, I was going to ask me, you about that. Um, yeah, you like for me, to collaborate. it's been one of my highlights. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you, you collaborate with McGregor. You've also collaborated with Common Kings and uh, Peto Perez yeah. and others. Is that the nature of what you do to constantly mix it up with other artists and other bands? I think ultimately collaborating is the you know it's kind of like the whole thing with music um most of the time when you're in a band you're collaborating with your bandmates but i mean it's always really nice and refreshing to collaborate with other artists i remember a really cool story when i was like growing up and reading about all these great uh you know classic rock legends and reading the story about how the beatles invited Eric Clapton to record on uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And it was such a great story because George, George Harrison, who wrote that song, was saying how it was hard for him to get the, the guys, you know, the rest of the Beatles to, like, take the song serious and to be, like, focused. And then as soon as Eric Clapton walked in for the session, everyone was on their A-game. And it's just, like, sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes that, that, that spice of another artist coming in kind of, like, really piques your, 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 your you know, all your focus you know and and it makes it fun i mean for us it's just so great to work with artists collie buzz is another artist that i always wanted to work with i'm such a fan of his music um and and it's it, but you know what i will tell you something patrick it has to be organic like we don't really force things we were signed in 2008 we were signed to universal music and um, we were on universal latino and we were signed to one of their um reggaeton labels and at the time, reggaeton was pretty new. This was like mm-hmm. during the first wave of reggaeton, not the new wave, but yeah. the original, like like uh, Daddy Yankee and Gasolina and Don Omar. And right. our, our, we were on the same label as Daddy Yankee and, and Don Omar and Wisin Yandel, which are all reggaeton stars, like, like I yeah. And our label wanted us to do collabs with all these people. And we cool. were just not feeling it. I mean, I love reggaeton as much as the next guy, but that's just not my music. And that's not what I produce. And, you know, I think when it's organic, when there's a friendship already involved, you know, like we collaborate with an amazing band from Colombia called Chucky Town on a song called Se Fue La Luz. And and that Mm -hmm. was like, we're friends with those guys for many years. Um, Just like made 100% like sense. It was almost like an extension of our own band, you know, family. And... um, when uh, the 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 label asks you for that kind of collaboration with icons, um, do you talk to them about it? 
when the label asks us yeah to the people that the uh that the label wants you to collaborate with yeah well you know the labels come up with all kinds of ideas you know (laughs) god bless (laughs) the labels but 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 an artist you know an artist has to always go with their their gut you know you gotta you gotta be sincere i think what people are most drawn to by by our music and not just our music but any music that you that you as a listener i think the sincerity behind the creation of that music is the most important like it's 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 amazing how a song can be so well produced and sound so great and just maybe not have such an effect as another song that might be just a guitar and a singer, you know, but when there's a yeah. sincerity there, that's what most people long for and like look for. And that's what we always like try to preach. Like as long as it feels right, like if it feels right to make a song with um, Lil Nas X, you know, like who's uh, blowing up yeah. right now with his old town road. If that was like, yeah. if that was just happened and it seemed like organically meant to be, then yeah, we would do it. But um, do, do, you, do you, would you call, uh, would you call him up and, and say, We've got this suggestion. What do you think of it? Oh, you mean do we actually call the artist? Well, um, if there's a friendship already there, yeah. And a lot of times, like on our last album, you know, another great collab that we had on the last album was with Talib Kweli, which for any uh, hip-hop fans, you know exactly who I'm talking about. He's a a big, big, uh, yeah, big, big time uh, hip-hop rapper from the 90s and, you know, from the 2000s. And he's still touring and now. But the thing, like, with him, we didn't know him, but we, our manager at the time, um, had worked with him in the past. So, like, it always takes some kind of connection, and a connection that makes sense. So we presented him. In this case, we actually reached out and presented mm-hmm. him the album. And if, you know, not the album, but the track. And he liked it, man. And that's another thing. If an artist doesn't like it, they won't do it. So Of course not, yeah. When there's an artist on a track with us, it's because, you know, they both, you know, we both wanted to do it, and it's not, like, forced. Okay. Um, that stuff is kind of like, kind of obvious too. Like, I'm pretty sure um, Billy nobody twisted Billy Ray Cyrus's arm to do that remix, Little Nas X. And look, <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan. You know, I sure. I think yeah. <laughs> I think it's really cool what they did. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes things don't seem to like go together. You know, and they just make perfect sense. And, and, and they do. You know, okay. in hindsight. All right, let yeah. me let me remind our audience that we're talking with uh, Mark Kanzat of the band Locos por Ioana, and uh, you can talk with them too. Yeah. You can call in 347-215-7511. Some of you have already started emailing us, so why don't we uh, go to some of your email questions, um, one of which is immediately uh, apropos based on our last uh, discussion. It, it, it's from Romantica. In Hollywood, and Romantica wants to know: Do you ever collaborate with female singers? Wow, you know, um, we have. I would say uh, Chucky Town is a three-piece band, um, and their lead singer, her name is Gojo, and she's probably one of the hands-down most amazing singers in Colombia. Uh, beautiful, beautiful voice, beautiful person, and so I think though feeling a little ashamed at the moment that that might be the only one I could think of off the top of my head. But you know what, Romantica, I think I'm going to start reaching out to all my girl uh, artists and get some more female collabs because you're right. Like, I think most of our collabs have not been with female artists, but we have produced uh, some music for um, a few different singers. Um, 
And so that's one thing. We produce our own music, and we sort of, we write for other artists at times. Um, but probably not as much as I'd like to. Um, okay. So it's, that's a good question, and that's a yeah, that's a very really good, good to make me feel like I need to uh, remedy that. <laughs> very good question. Thank you, Roman. Yeah. Uh, interestingly yeah. enough, um, we did an analysis here of who our guests were over the past year, and we found that sixty-two percent of them were either female artists or bands led by female artists. So it seems like there's a lot of talent out there on the female side. Yeah. Um, Linde uh, in Portland wants to know, do you consider your music Latin, Latino, Caribbean, or does it matter? I would say it doesn't matter, but, but it's, it's got, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, music, music, it's, it's the, it's the one pure sort of like universal language where it doesn't matter. I mean, growing up, my first language was Spanish and growing up, um, you sometimes would sing songs. Michael Jackson was, you know, I, I loved Michael when I was a kid, like most kids, Jackson five and stuff like that. So I would sing songs and not really know what I was singing, but I would still be singing it. And I know people like I know that now it's so cool seeing the switch where I see Americans sometimes singing like Jay Balbin songs and not really knowing what yeah. they're singing, but they're still singing it. And yeah. if the music, you know, if the music is good, people will sing. And I mean, if you want to get really specific, I would say we a lot of times say our music is Afro-Caribbean. So it's definitely Colombia. You know, Colombia has a Caribbean coast. Uh, so a lot of our rhythms come from that Caribbean coast of Colombia, from Barranquilla, Santa Marta, you know, all my Colombians know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And, but we grew up in Miami. We grew up in Miami. I remember as a kid and not even as a kid, I still see uh, a lot of the Marley's, you know, Bob Marley's sons. You see them very present in the city. Gloria Stefan is present in the city. Um, her daughter is right now making a lot of cool music, Emily Stefan. And so like all this, is what we are. We're a mix of Cuba, of Colombia, of Jamaica, of Miami, of New Orleans, like of hip hop from New York and West Coast hip hop. Like that's kind of what we grew up listening to. And that has influenced our music a lot. Okay. Uh, All right. So it doesn't matter. Like music, I think that genres are created by, you know, record labels (laughs) and it might benefit like Billboard magazine to have genres. But to be honest, music's music, you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the way it is. Uh, just about everybody I talk to. Um, I've got a whole bunch of emails uh, on one topic with one question. So, uh, so I'm going to read Anthony's uh, um, Anthony in L.A. and he wants to know, as do many other people, who is Juana? Who's Juana? Who's Juana? Yeah. Well, a Juana is is such a great question. That's been a question we've gotten many times. And, and, our, sure. and we, so we just listen. Yeah. We just listened to don't tell me no, but before don't tell me no in uh, February, we released a song called crazy for Jane. So the Which name we're of the band. Play in a minute. Yeah. So crazy for Jane was kind of a little bit of an answer to a lot of people's questions like who's Juana and what does locals for Juana mean? And so the direct translation is crazy for Jane. Um, you know, for us, as a band, we we always sing to women in 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 a in a sort of respectful way. Like um, we were just in Puerto Rico at the beginning of February, and we were doing some promo. And mm-hmm. so there's sort of a there's sort of a in in Spanish music, and 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 not just Spanish music, but there's sort of a, a I don't know 
I don't know, a trend of of music right now that's just sort of sort of de- degrade, you know, the female. And sometimes it could be sort of on top and sometimes it can get kind of really like bad, right? And one thing that we were in this uh interview and they were mentioning to us was that we we never use like bad words and, and we never really degrade women and we talk about women all the time. We talk about having fun all the time. But we we don't like um take it past a sort of a flirty and fun subject. So I think we always found ourselves singing to women and respecting women and Juana I mean Juana is basically just literally the name of a girl. Juana is a pretty typical name in Colombia or Mexico or in South America. You find a lot of Juanas. Um and we crazy about Juana, man. We crazy about women and, and not just women that, that, that are beautiful, like all women are beautiful, but like our mothers. You know, most of us came, my mother came to this country really young. Um, my bandmates' mothers brought them here. I was born here in Miami, but my bandmates' mothers came with them. And, like, we grew up with really strong women influences, our mothers, our, our grandmothers, our sisters. We all have sisters, the guys in the band. We all have daughters at this point in, in life. So cool. for us women, the divine feminine is so powerful in our lives, and, and, and we want to connect with that as men. You okay. know, which we should. All men should. And, all right. And, but Juana, Juana can be um, a lot of different, like, we've heard a lot of different theories of what is Juana. So, like, I never, like, I never tell people, no, it's not that, it's this. So it's like kind of whatever you want. But if you listen to Crazy for Jane, you're going to get a little bit better idea, you know. Okay. Well, we're going to play that in just a minute. And, Anthony, uh, thank you for the question. That uh, I, I love that. Um, uh, Ruby in, in Tampa has a very easy question. Um, do you have any gigs planned for Tampa? <laughs> right now we don't have anything in Tampa, but like I said, at the end of summer, uh, we'll be announcing soon our fall tour, which will start around the, uh, around the release date of the album. And it will definitely include Tampa and a couple of Florida dates and West Coast and East Coast dates. Yay. Okay. So well, just stay speaking tuned, of uh, tours, getting... go ahead. Um, good, no, uh, tell people where, where they can follow your tours. I was just going to ask yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. So what I was going to mention, we we're on the same wavelength. Is just go to locusforjuana.com uh, or any of our social handles, you know, like Instagram. It's all, it's all under Locus for Juana. All... So Instagram, Twitter, okay. yeah, okay. Um, or just the website. Um, well, speaking of tours, I noticed that a, a, a place that you played in the past was the New Orleans Jazz Festival. Now, how did your band find its way into a jazz festival? Because you don't sound like jazz to me. <laughs> We're chameleons, you know. We kind of can um, make ourselves turn any color we want. And if you need a jazz band, we're a jazz band. To be honest, you know, <laughs> The New Orleans Jazz Festival is one of the best festivals we ever performed at. And they have, you know, they have all types of bands. They have, uh, we opened up for Earth, Wind & Fire. So besides just being so honored to be at the New Orleans Jazz Fest, uh, it was such a great honor that they gave us, like, the, you know, the placement of playing right before one of the greatest, you know, bands in history. So... Um, that same time we were there, Dave Matthews was also a headliner. Um, so you'll see, you'll see everything from drum lines, from jazz bands to Latin bands. Jay Baldwin just played this current year's jazz fest. 
Um, yeah, so you'll see reggaeton there. Um, we've played twice. You know, we actually got so honored to be called back just a couple of years after our first uh, appearance. And, you know, we're a fun band. We're a party band. Like, um, you definitely, we, when we're in the studio writing and uh, recording, we sort of have, you know, Shakira, our, our, our sister in from Colombia, uh, she, she says something that we kind of live by, which is like your hips don't lie, right? So when we're recording music <laughs> and if you're not dancing, if it's not making you shake your hips a little bit, then oh, we'll move cool. on to something else. So like festivals love us in the sense that we are fun. You know, it's a fun band, yeah. it's a party band. And, right. and we have that Bob Marley mentality that we're going to put you to dance, but then we're going to put you to think and feel. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> your don't hips lie. don't lie. Well, well, speaking of yeah, hips, I, I I noticed uh, on your YouTube page there are a lot of Zumba and fitness videos using your music. Um, uh, yeah. Does the band produce those, or do you license them? So we license a song to Zumba. In um, at the end of 2018, we we actually so Zumba's founder. Um, Beto Perez, he's Colombian, and he's from yeah. Cali, Colombia, where my wife is from, which is a beautiful uh-huh. city in Colombia, where people love to dance. They dance all day, um, and yeah, they're 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 known for having the most beautiful women and for for dancing salsa. And some some great salsa bands have come out, like Grupo Nietzsche, and uh, many many more have come from Cali. Um, and so he. He came to us with the idea of, well, I mean, we've been friends with him for many years, and he wanted to collab, collaborate. We got into the studio together. We collaborated on a song. We wrote a song together with Beto, the founder of Zumba, and so that song ended up being licensed to Zumba. Um, and it was not the first time we licensed the song, but this song, which is called Tequero Red, it just, ha- it just went viral. And so it was the favorite of all the Zumba um, followers. It was one of the favorites. And so cool. people from all over the world would would do these uh, videos of them dancing to the song. So there's a choreo, there's a dance that was made by Beto for the song, and people would dance it all over the world, and and just post their videos. And so we have people. I mean, there's a there's a lady from Russia dancing on an iceberg. Uh, we have people <laughs> dancing in front of the pyramids. Uh, oh, you God. know, I was telling you earlier, my my mom is Colombian, and most of my family is Colombian, but my dad is. Ukrainian. He's from Ukraine. Um, and Which has so there was a couple of dance. videos. Yeah, yeah, but I was so surprised to see Zumba dancers from Ukraine dancing <laughs> to our music. And the song starts off with this really like um, African guitar riff or like champeta style guitar riff. So yeah. for me, it was really like, it was really moving to know that my music was sort of like playing and, and being danced to in Colombia. I mean, not in Colombia, but in Ukraine and in all parts of the world, like India yep. and um, all around the world, uh, yeah. Korea. Yeah, everywhere from all the right. corners of the world. So Zumba's a really powerful, and Zumba's great. Cool. You know, we, we were I, invited to play on the Zumba uh, tour. I mean, the Zumba cruise. They have a cruise yeah. that they do. And it's so well, great I, to see I, this I, community. I, I got to yeah. go back to start start practicing my um, um, my cajon and get into a uh, um, a cumbia zumba band because it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. Well, I want to oh, we're so going to get fun. back to music and we've we've, okay. we've been talking about uh, Jane and uh, I think it's time to play Crazy for Jane. Here we go. Excellent. Yes. 
things I seek with me read up. Speak what I frequency from space. Yeah, I know. This year a cosmic thing. Connecting all the infinity to the frequency I dog. Estoy loco, loco, loco por ti. Está loca, loca, loca por mí. Estoy loco, loco, loco por ti. Está loca, loca, loca por mí. I'm crazy for J. I'm crazy for J. I'm crazy for J. I'm crazy for J. When I light you up, trouble fade away. Y'all leave me with no hurry. And you take my mind to another place. Good vibes with no worries. Cause every time you're around, girl, you make me smile. You're giving me that feeling and it takes me high. No stress, but the best of that way go sensei. I'm crazy for Jay. Estoy loco, loco, loco por ti. Está loca, loca, loca por mí. Estoy loco, loco, loco por ti. Está loca, loca, loca por mí. I'm crazy for Jay. I'm crazy for Jay. I'm crazy for That song is so much fun. It's a, it's, it's a good thing I have this long, flexible cord on my microphone because I'm up dancing around in the studio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, that recording, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that that's Common Kings on, on that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You guys out there know about Common Kings. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, sure. Miami, well, were, were you yes. all together in the studio when you recorded that? Yes. Yes, we got to get into the studio with them, and uh, Jay Jr. recorded his verse. And so we got connected to um, Common Kings through uh, uh, some great friends of ours, a great, great hip-hop band here from Miami called Mayday. Um, they're on tour right now with Tech 9 They're part of uh, – they're a little more hip-hop. They're part of the whole Strange Music uh, tours. But um, they did a song with Common Kings, I guess, a year ago or a little – a little longer than that, but they did a great song with Common Kings, and they just hooked us up. Um, we have a couple friends in common, uh, you know. Forgive the pun, yeah. but yeah, we got some some kings in common. So we were um, we were um, writing this song, Crazy for Jane, and we just uh, it was sort of a bilingual song. You know, we don't sing. We up until about a year or so ago, we we were singing mostly in Spanish, um, mm-hmm. but you know we're we're very Spanglish, so some of our songs are bilingual, and we wanted to get some some of that element on this album, and just it was a great time to get you know them involved, and good. those guys are great, man. Those guys are besides being amazing musicians, they're such good people. Like if you can catch a Common King show, you got to go out and support them. Yeah, good okay. people. Yeah, doing good. Um, I'm go- I'm especially glad that 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 you're moving a little more English in because the, this year has been the beginning of the crossover of Latin, Latin music into mainstream music, and in fact there was a um, a Nielsen report I believe it was uh, that came out about two weeks ago that projected that uh, within the next two to three years Latin and Latino music will be uh, equal to rock and roll, hip-hop, rap, etc., in terms of sales across the, the United States. And so I think your, your timing is really good on that. Um, I'd like to t- uh, ask you a little bit about video. Uh, you've got a lot of videos. Your YouTube page, people should actually go to your YouTube page when the show's over and, uh, and take a look at some of your videos. But I understand that you have a behind-the-scenes video 
uh, coming out of um, one of your songs. I think it's uh, uh, Don't Tell Me No. Um, is that, am I correct on that, that you're working yes. on that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're is, is working. That going to be, uh, is that going to be a live concert video, or is it a scripted story with dancers and special effects and costume changes and stuff like that? <laughs> no, it was actually just behind, it was like a typical behind the scenes. We while we were shooting the movie, we had uh, we had a camera guy just filming us and talking to us as we were filming it. And for us, it was a really um, great thing to document because I mean, Freddie McGregor is just hands down like smoothest, best voice out of Jamaica, you know. And yeah, and the 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 gift for us to have collaborated with him for us it was something we wanted to document so it's kind of just us in our element like we were shooting the video and we were just with him and happy to be with him uh, it so it's, all impromptu. it's all it, it, it's going to be out really soon um the video's out now so catch the video first you'll enjoy okay. the video it's it was filmed here in miami uh okay. so we 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 got freddie down from jamaica and okay. um he's such a he's such a great guy i can't i can't I can't okay. say it enough, you know, his energy. And I don't even know. I don't know how old he is, but he has the energy of a 25-year-old, and he looks so great, and I just, I'm such a fan of his. <laughs> well, we, we're getting tight on time, and I have one more song I want to play. Okay. Uh, so this is, uh, uh, this is, She is the Devil. Yeah. Yeah, man, he'll go in and just knock it out. Wow. Um, he'll go in and, and 
Yeah, and he'll 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 write that stuff out real quick, and he'll he's amazing to work with. So uh, one of the one of the blessings as a musician is to work quickly. So like we get to um, do more music. So <laughs> he's got that. <laughs> okay. Well, do, do you have a release date for for the the next album? Not for the next album, but there's a new single coming out um, in June, early June. Okay. We're gonna release a new single, and then okay. the album will be out in August. So it's the okay. exact date, but just, you know, we're going to have two more singles before the album release. So we'll catch a new single next month, and then there'll be a single right up on the album release date. Okay. All right. Well, we are out of time, so I'm, I'm going to say thank you so much for spending so much time with us and telling us so many wonderful stories and also for giving us such great music. I really appreciate it. Oh, man. Thank you, Patrick. I, anytime you want us back, or maybe I'll bring the guys next time. We'll do some acapellas for you, No. <laughs> Okay, you got a deal there. Uh, Locos for you want to follow them on social media, get information on them at uh, www.locosporjuana.com, and that's L O C O S P O R J U A N A. And while you're there, go to their merch page and check out the incredible collection of caps they have. Right? There's got to be a cap there that's perfect for you. Okay, well, we got to wrap up. Um, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with uh, Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network and the Blog Talk Radio Network and all of our radio affiliates. Uh, as I said before in the beginning of this uh, show, that uh, this is our final program from our studios here in West Los Angeles. We are moving the program and the studio to Mexico, just outside of the music uh, city, Guadalajara. We will be back on the air in August, and we're going to bounce back and forth between Los Angeles and Mexico. We're going to cover bands and concerts in both places. So you're not losing a radio show. You're gaining a country. So you can follow our progress on our Instagram site and our Twitter feed, and also follow my blog on Indie Pulse Music site on Word, WordPress. And, of course, read my column every week, La La Land. Uh, it's going to continue, and uh, you can read that at uh, Shutter 16 Magazine or in the Artist Echoes uh, site in the United Kingdom. Um, and let me just say thanks to our producer, Lars Christensen, and our program director, Jason Bartleben. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to see you in uh, uh, August from Mexico.